0: So I may have accidentally restarted the Glee vs. Community feud. Oh, Tanner. <laughs> was it, Was there a feud to begin with? There Oh, all... You, did you not know that there was a huge... Mostly one-sided feud between Glee fans and community fans? Where the no. community fans thought that Glee was stealing their ratings in the time slots, And so no. they had, like, at least two episodes about how bad a show Glee was?
1: I I vaguely remember hearing about that, but... like I vaguely remember hearing about that, but not, like, in any way, shape, or form that I, like, paid attention to.
0: Yeah, and it's like, I'm not trying to throw shade at community or its fans. It was just like, c- come on, sweaty. But anyways, so... Wait, so one, it was...
1: It was one sided from community against Glee or Glee against yes. community.
0: It was one sided community against Glee. I don't think the Glee fans cared that if there were actually no, they probably if any there were any Glee fans invested in the show enough to care about community, they probably didn't say anything because at that level you were already fighting with each other about ships. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the out of context community Twitter tweeted a section of screenshots, which is just a character going, "I hate Glee. I hate it so much. I don't understand the appeal." And uh, from our <laughs> from our podcast Twitter, I quote-tweeted quoted and said, "Yeah, our show may suck, but at least we got six seasons in a movie." And that was a joking community where it was like, "I they, remember that." Yeah. <laughs> And so everyone, a whole lot of people have been reacting to that tweet, like, oh, oh no, a bird, oh my god, it's true, ah! Um, And that one has almost 200 likes, but then the Out of Context community retweeted with a a clip of literal crickets playing during a scene in community, and that one has over 700 likes. Oh my god. And again, I'm not trying to throw shade at anyone, I just, I find it amusing.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Oh my god, I'm just, for one thing, I appreciate that we have, like, (laughs) hey, this is getting engagement that you know, immediately knew that it was you
0: i had a joke and i forgot it
1: <laughs> i feel that that was me when i was watching these two episodes last night at 9 30 p.m ever having left the theater for everything ever all at once at 6 p.m
0: <laughs> did they go down real smooth like six popeye's biscuits
1: no but they went down easier than i thought they would nice <laughs> for the most listen
0: those six popeye's biscuits went down too easy and that's why i had a tummy ache <laughs> yeah i hope you're doing okay bud i mean i feel fine now it was over 48 hours ago yes but still it was just like uh so okay so Popeye sent me coupons for popeye's I know them applied to anything I was going to get, because it was like, dinner for two, buy one, go one free, 14-piece meal. And I'm like, (laughs) I can get through. (laughs) Even though Popeye's is the only good fried chicken that you can have as leftovers, I still don't think I'd be able to get through this in a reasonable amount of time. Mm -hmm. But they did babadook me into wanting to go get Popeye's, so I did. And I got a chicken sandwich and the beignets and six biscuits, and I did eat them all in one sitting. And like I tweeted, more bread than I've had in over a year. (laughs) (laughs) And I immediately passed out.
1: Good. (laughs) Do you want to talk about this episode of The Glee Project?
0: How do you spell beignet? Is it
1: B-E-I-G-N-E-T? I think. Let me double
0: check and spell. G-E-I-G-N-E T. Yeah, you're right. Yeah.
1: Thank you, the Princess and the Frog.
0: Thank you, Google, I Googled it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Aha, actually, I see what you did there.
0: Uh anyways, do you wanna glee? Yeah, let's do it. Just go ahead and grab a chair and listen now. As we rip the show, Tanner and Christina gonna figure out why we love the show. Better grab your golden stars and the because you're listening, you're listening to loser like me. <laughs> like me. This is the story of a pod that repeatedly even when it was real odd, and though it looks so great in photographs, we absolutely hate it on project. <laughs> I have no idea
1: what that is relevant to in this episode, but
0: oh, yes. you didn't—you didn't hear about the story of a girl and everything ever all at once.
1: I—I <laughs> I vaguely saw. I, I didn't pick up on it when I was watching it yesterday, but I did see something about that on TV. Trips, I think.
0: <laughs> so okay, so the the song uh, "Absolutely, Story of a Girl." It's on the. This is the "Story of a Girl" who cried a river and drowned the whole world. Uh, it has lyrics uh, in the bridge that go, "Your clothes never fit the same the next day, and your hair never falls in quite the same way." And something coffee. One of the Daniels like wrote that as a line for um. It's been a um, month. Waymond. Waymond. Yeah. So one of, one of the Daniels wrote that as a line for Waymond to say to. Evelyn. I can't remember, sing, Emma, who? Evelyn. Evelyn. So I have forgotten every single character's name <laughs> except Jobu Bujtakki. Okay, yeah, so one of the Daniels wrote that as a line for Wayman to say to Evelyn, as the, like, this is how the multi you, you know it in your heart that this is the multiverse is real. And the Daniel was like, uh, I'm sure that I stole this from something I can't camera what? And then he Googled it. And he was like, oh, it's from this song. It's this, this one hit wonder song. And then, like, well, what if we just put the song in the movie? And then they contacted the guy. Not only did the guy give them permission to put the song in the movie, he also recorded three alternate versions for three of the alternate universes.
1: Oh, my God. I had no idea. Yeah. That's so good.
0: Anyways. Christina, introduce yourself.
1: <laughs> Hi everyone, my name is Christina, and thou shalt not eat rock badger.
0: And I'm just a poor they from a poor family, Tanner.
1: <laughs> I don't think that song's actually in this episode, is it?
0: It's not, but ah. it's thematically relevant. Yes. Anyways, yes. we're here to spare, spare you this life of this television reality show, The Glee Project, on this podcast <laughs> where we are it, but
1: we're almost done. Yes, we are. Today we are we get to talk about Season 1, Episode 9, Generosity. Please give.
0: Christina, did this episode feel like a contractual obligation? Yes. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad they did it. I'm sure it was a highlight of the children's lives. And when I say children, I mean children, not the contestants.
1: Yes. I... But. Yeah.
0: It accomplished nothing.
1: Yeah. This feels like a... This is a filler episode. (laughs) But it's not like... The only context that I can think of here are like filler episodes from Avatar The Last Airbender. But it's like... I didn't really feel like this episode really like contributed anything to the characterization that they have done of the contestants so far and yeah and that... especially so late in the game <laughs> yeah yeah because like we we're down to the final four contestants like they keep saying like oh yeah we're gonna have a top three and then they don't do that and maybe that was a generosity excuse me i don't know we should actually probably explain what's going on here <laughs> so that we can stop burying the lead okay so
0: oh i don't even have my notes open <laughs> <laughs>
1: just try to do this all off
0: cuff no i'm trying sure to wrote down important things oh on the previous one they said that sam was able to show his softer side and that's categorically false yeah and then they say that hannah was eliminated skadoosh and i'm like don't you skadoosh me
1: yes do you can't you can't use her catchphrase and they also add that sam has bitchin jesus tats oh, allegedly allegedly i have no interest in finding out what tattoos he does or does not have i bet jakes are better probably yes hey jake you should go on glee
0: <laughs> imagine a glee boot where our friend jake plays the teacher
1: oh my god I, I can't imagine that Jake would be on that show for very long because he would immediately be probably, like, <laughs> leading a crusade for unionization, and also he would not put up with, with any terrible writing that he was given.
0: True. It would be a, have to be, like, a Glee knockoff. It would have to be the Asylum's Glee. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: The Asylum Pictures presents Glee Club, the show.
1: No, see, I was gonna say the Asylum version of Pitch Perfect, the TV series. <laughs>
0: Anyways, there's also a countdown in the upper corner of yeah. the screen to let you know how long until the Glee Project finale.
1: Yes, because I didn't realize that they were airing them on the same day.
0: Yeah. I did not keep track of this like a shot clock, so... No, me either. It just something fun to think about.
1: Yeah, and like they would have occasionally, like they'd have like cutouts of contestants from the Glee Project, like bring in the countdown card and like place it in the upper corner of the screen. And it was like, this feels like a Disney Channel. Hi,
0: I'm Ellis Wiley, and you're watching Oxygen. This draws a big O.
1: <laughs> the everything bagel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but did it? No, Canada aired on Slice. Hmm. Which was like,
1: <laughs> just do a screen, a screen transition, just the, slice it in half, and that's your transition. <laughs>
0: I want to say Slice was like our TLC, but I'm pretty sure we also had TLC. Hmm. But they did have stuff like Say Yes to the Dress and I think the Charisma Carpenter show about people who survived murder attempts. Huh. It also had the first seasons of Big Brother Canada. Okay. Just, just fun facts about Canada.
1: <laughs> Fair, because I'm absolutely
0: not qualified to speak on anything related to Canadian television. But hey, you know my favorite thing about being people's like one or one of very few Canadian friends is that I can say absolutely buckwild things and they'll just assume, oh, is is that a Canada thing?
1: Yes. Categorically, Yes. <laughs>
0: I did one say something to Jake that was, I think, actually a Star Trek reference, but of course, Jake doesn't watch Star Trek, so he goes, hey, is that a Canada thing, are you having a stroke?
1: <laughs> oh, I
0: remember seeing that Twitter interaction. <laughs> Gotta love it. Anyways, <laughs> this episode is exceedingly normal, so we have to be completely baddie to make up for it. Yeah. The homework song is Lean on Me, and Alex, mm-hmm. in their confession, is like, I just lean on Hannah, but she's gone now, so I guess we all have to kill each other. <laughs> yeah, and... But in the actual thing, they're like, let's just all sing and back each other up.
1: Yeah, they like, generosity means that we share the lead in this musical number. And then we find out, oh, this week's mentor is Kevin McHale. My note here is I forgot how skinny he was under the polos. <laughs> because, like, he's wearing a shirt that is more fitted than the bulky polos and collared shirts that Artie wears. Yeah. It's like the inverse David Yost problem. <laughs> When it comes to fashion. Kevin mentions that he defines generosity as, like, how the Glee cast supports each other. Like, both on-screen and off-screen. And I'm like, so you should unionize is what I'm hearing.
0: Okay, well, w- once again, they're already union. They're on a show. It's, it's a union show.
1: I keep forgetting because we've been in the Glee Project for so long. Yeah. My bad.
0: <laughs> the Screen Actors Guild does not protect you from bad writing. Just bad business practices.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also, what does Kevin offer up to the winner of Homework Projects, Tanner? Uh, he's gonna give them a mentoring
0: session, but he's also gonna give them the magic comb! Ahhhh!
1: And then it's Lean... It's, they sing Lean on Me. Yeah. It's
0: and uh, good. K- so here's the thing. The only thing I wrote down for the Lean on Me performance was, Lindsay wins because she did something right. And I'm not trying to be shady, but that's my only note.
1: <laughs> yeah, my my note was Alex... They, they do rotate, through who took lead, and Alex did a lot of riffs. And I think Lindsay and Alex sounded the best.
0: Oh, no, I think actually... I think it's in her confessional where, like, after she's named the winner, she says, oh my gosh, I finally did something right.
1: Yeah, Lindsay wins. She... In her like, in her talking head, she's like, I specifically didn't try to be perfect, but it ended up being perfect anyway. I'm like, good. See? Sometimes things are good and you don't have to put quite as much work into them. <laughs> Speak from experience. And this week's music video is going to be Sing by My Chemical Romance. Hey, it's relevant. Uh-huh. But it's, it's only slightly more relevant than it was when Glee did it. <laughs> this at least has a better framing device.
0: <laughs> no, but because the new MCR song came out. Oh, oh yeah. Like a week ago, a week and a half ago. At time of recording. Two days ago at an MCR concert, there was like a gay kiss. Oh. Yeah. Okay, cool. Good for them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't super follow MCR, but. I don't
0: good for either. Them. I'm getting everything secondhand. I had a friend who rejoined Tumblr just in time for uh, Our Flag like, Means Death, Dracula, and MCR to all come back at the same time.
1: Oh my god. Did it come with a free Hot Topic membership card?
0: Oh, Hot Topic isn't really seen anymore. Didn't you Didn't you watch the docu drama? No, I actually didn't. Yeah, Hot Topic is just a fandom story anymore. Hot Topic is for 2016 fandom people.
1: Yes. Can confirm.
0: It's where I got my 21 Pilots beanie, which says a lot about many things.
1: <laughs> it's where I got a cute little necklace that has Gigi on it from PeePee's delivery service.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> mm hmm. So Kevin tells them that in the music video, they're going to be playing instruments, and he asks them who plays an instrument, and Sam raises his hand. Kevin says, fun fact, I lied on my resume when I auditioned, because I also can't play an instrument, but I play them a lot on the show. So uh, let's see a show of hands again. Who can play an instrument? And everyone puts their hand up.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he's like, also, everyone is going to be doing this musical performance with a surprise guest. And they're all just like, we don't know who this is.
0: Yeah. Also, Damien is worried that Otto will not be playing drums, because it's going to be shambles. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then come choreography time, we get to find out who's playing what instrument.
0: <laughs> Damien's on drums, because he, d- he already knows that they want to train wreck.
1: Yes. <laughs> Lindsay is on the guitar, Alex is on bass, and Sam is on keyboard. There you go. So basically, no one knows what they're doing.
0: Yeah, and then they play scenes from the first five minutes of choreography to make it look like they're bad, and then Zach hates them, but I still get a vibe that Zach is like a decent human being, and he's like, haha, ha, you kids, okay, let's actually do this, and then they cut away, because people doing well on the show is not good television, apparently.
1: Yeah, it's, it was the kind of thing where it's like, they're all just having, like, a good time pretending to play these instruments. My
0: note here literally was, they're doing their best in ad living. Damien no longer has to play the invisible symbol, because he has a real one. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, do a child?
1: can i offer a child in this trying time (laughs) (laughs) because they all go in for music time with nikki and it's revealed that their surprises are four kids who's presumably local to the la area whose music classes funding got cut (laughs)
0: So they're from an organization called Education Through Music Los Angeles that has partnered with the Glee Project. And that's why I said this episode feels like a contractual obligation. That, mm-hmm. like, we, st- we said at the start, we're going to give you guys a shout-out. Oh, no, we're one episode from the end. <laughs> and we have nothing to do other than just parade some children in here.
1: Yup. And, like, these kids are, how old would you say, like, my guess is probably, like, in the 7 to 9 age range?
0: Yeah. Maybe, maybe a bit older.
1: Mm-hmm. 7 to 10, call it.
0: Yeah, because they're, n- they're not super rambunctious. They're old enough to think that they're the cool kids. They, they are the coolest kids at their middle school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I miss the name of the kid that Sam gets.
1: The only one whose name I wrote down was Liam, who is David's yeah. buddy.
0: Okay, well, to be fair, Sam and smaller Sam, I guess. Mm-hmm. They don't get much because it's like, yeah, we get along real well, and that's it.
1: Yeah, they, they're they literally told, like, sit down and, like, get to know your your buddy and stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh, re- it really is buddies, like, in elementary school.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The,
0: the Glee contestants should consider themselves lucky they didn't get younger kids, or one of them would have gotten bitten.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I initially thought it was going to be, like, mini-me's or something, like, that one, how, there was that one episode where they had, like, Will sees the kids as... Like, as elementary school children. But, nope, just buddies. Just buddies. No acting required.
0: Exactly. <laughs> you know, you'd think they would have seen if they could act at the stage in the game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was cute because Lindsay talks to her buddy and they're both like, Oh, we were both Wendy and Peter Pan!
0: Yeah. So L- Lindsay's buddy's name is Lily.
1: hmm
0: Alex's buddy's name is Alegria. And Alex can relate to her because she's clearly shy, but that also means that they have difficulty connecting to each other. But mm-hmm. that also never gets resolved.
1: Yeah. And Damien and his buddy Liam, Liam is like, yes, I play multiple instruments, including the drums. Here, let me teach you how to play the drums convincingly. <laughs> and Damien says, i think you you as- sent here from, nope, I can't, do- I can't do an Irish accent. I'll think you think
0: from like- here from God. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You're yeah, not from heaven.
1: hmm And I'm just like, I'm so glad that Damien's going to be like, hey, we can help each other here. <laughs> you can help me not look like a fool. <laughs> and we could be, and like, I was going to say, like, oh, I can help make you look cool. But I'm like, probably just talking about, like, I don't know, music and singing and stuff, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Then it's time for the recording session. Billy, only note I have written down is that Samuel forgot how to sing.
1: Yeah. Damien is praised for how good he's doing. Samuel has issues with the high range. Lindsay is told to be like, oh, be less perfect, but then be less confident. Like, so conflicting instructions from Nikki. Hmm. But mm. at least they, they bring the kids into the booth to like do like backing vocals and stuff for like the crowd vocals, I guess. And they compliment the kids, which is good. I wish they complimented <laughs> everyone. Anyway, the menace is back. Oh, Eric. <laughs> yes. I don't know why they keep blurring out the logo on his baseball hat.
0: Probably because it's a brand logo. Like, have you not seen that happen in reality shows?
1: No, I have. I just I wonder yeah, if, what logo it is. Branded,
0: if it's a branded article of clothing that they don't have any kind of partnership with, they blur it out.
1: Huh. The only thing I could tell was that it looked like an M. Not like M&M's, but like Michigan or something. I don't
0: know. Today's reality show is sponsored by the state of Michigan. <laughs>
1: Anyway, shoot, there it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Lindsay's mentor session with Kevin was just Kevin showing her how to fake play the guitar, so she's like, yes, I have this on lock. And so then she passes the knowledge on to Lily. Mhm,
1: mm-hmm. Good.
0: And the kids are enjoying themselves, and the contestants are enjoying themselves, and for some reason the judges don't like this. It's like they're mm-hmm. not focused enough. Like, they are, but they're acting. They're, yes, they're enjoy- They're looking like they're enjoying themselves and being with the children and playing instruments.
1: They... I I wrote down what they said literally. They said, Lindsay is missing basic things. No other depiction of what basic things are, which sucks. They're like, oh, Damien looks like he's in pain. (laughs) Alex looks less comfortable with kids. But I'm like, but how often does Glee use child actors anyway? And they're like, Samuel isn't faking his piano playing in tune with the music. Like he's out of tempo. Yeah. I'm just like, look, either do you want them to have fun or do you not want them to have fun? Yeah.
0: Anyways, Mm -hmm. it's a music video. And then they play the instruments and they sing. They Mm -hmm. sing it for the deaf, they sing it for the blind.
1: They sing it for the ones they left behind. Exactly.
0: (laughs) And all the kids in the Juvie Halls and the Rindlin' Rats. No, that's a different song. <laughs>
1: um, I thought it was good. Lindsay has a good voice for rock music, and it makes her to lead a lot. Yeah, and also Damien,
0: Damien does too.
1: Yeah! And when Damien sings his
0: part in the bridge, I was like, hey, good job.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. They do some simple choreography with, like, the contestants and the kids dancing and stuff. But then they end on a slide. They actually end on three slides, which read, The Glee Project supports, quote, education through music, unquote. And then, music education equals less substance abuse. (laughs) Music education equals higher SAT scores. (laughs) Music education equals better education. (laughs) And my note was, wow, this is the wildest PSA I've seen in months.
0: (laughs) Yeah, PSAs don't hit the same these days. No, they don't. So we're in the the judgment pit, whatever it's called. And Mm -hmm. just... Just when we were about to pick someone to go through to the final three, we got a call from Ryan Murphy himself, who said Mm -hmm. that Ian is coming to also judge you. And since Ian has never seen any of you before, you must all perform. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And, like, the notes they give to the contestants are that Lindsay didn't lip-sync correctly on the highest notes, Damien was reacting too big when lip-syncing, Sam struggled with high range and harmony, and Alex wasn't quite as involved as a mentor as the other three were. Was that what they were supposed to do? Were they supposed to be mentors for the children? I have no idea.
0: So then if Damien learned more from his kid, does that make him the worst mentor or the best mentor?
1: I I feel like what they were wanting to do was, like, showcase, like, yes, look, these kids are friends with these young adults because music and Damien and Liam probably had the biggest connection.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so Ryan has Ryan has picked songs specifically for each person.
1: hmm
0: Lindsay has Defiant Gravity. hmm Alex has his eye is on the sparrow. Mm-hmm. Damien has I've Gotta Be Me. And mm-hmm. Sam has My Funny Valentine, with the note, get out of your fucking comfort zone.
1: Yeah. And also Robert and Zach are not going to be involved in the in the decision making process this time, and my note here is Dave, Lindsay's going home, huh?
0: <laughs> I will like I have a note on Lindsay where it, it does feel like she's genuinely finding herself and like having a learning moment about herself. It's yes. just it's that it's coming in the context of this competition.
1: Yes. It's It's one of those things where it's like, I'm glad this is happening to you. I'm glad that you are doing this. Just like, I wish it was happening in an environment where you had a support system available.
0: Yeah, in a a spot where it wasn't, you know, character development or die.
1: Yeah, where it wasn't, not monopolize. Where it wasn't capitalize upon your personal flaws. Yeah. But capitalize, I mean make money.
0: Anyway, she, she sings good. Uh, Alex also sings good. Although Wait. they have emotions because the song was about their dad's funeral.
1: Yeah, I want to talk about this real quick. Okay. <laughs> because, like, during the rehearsal time, like, Alex is practicing and Nikki comes in and she's like, Hey, Alex, how are you feeling? And Alex is like, well, this song was um played at my dad's funeral. And Nikki is wearing some kind of magical blood artifact around her neck. <laughs> because... <laughs> I sent you this picture last night, Tanner, but, like, she is literally wearing an amulet that is blood-red in a silver setting with wings on it. And I'm just like, is Nikki Queen of the vampires? <laughs> I think
0: that's her phylactery, and if we destroy it, then she'll tr- find a true death.
1: Maybe. But also, she flat-out says to Alex, when Alex is like, yeah, this song has a lot of negative history with me because of my because of my dad's death, and she's like, verbatim, she says, to me, this song has a joy, and that's a good way to look at where your dad is now. Yeah, phrasing, like, not what, what, what you saying, but phrasing. It's just, like, I'm so, it's like, don't be sad, make money. (laughs) Get that bag. Yeah. And everyone else is like having breakdowns in the practice rooms. And like, I'm so sorry, everyone. Anyway, sing for your life.
0: You might have to take charge of this because I truly did not write very many notes. My notes for this episode are not even a full page.
1: Yes, it's okay. I can take lead. Brian introduces Alex to Ian as, Alex is fascinated with playing female roles. I think he could be Kurt and Mercedes' younger brother, or, like... Protégé. I guess, yeah, protégé. Alex sings His Eyes on the Sparrow well. When they talk after their performance, Alex kind of parrots Nikki's line about, like, oh, I love this song now, and... Ryan says that he thinks Alex's dad would be proud of them, and Alex mentions relating more to the girls uh, at his high school than the boys. (laughs) And Ryan and me are like, interesting, you can go. When Damien is coming out for I Gotta Be Me, Ryan says that Damien is Mr. Personality, and he's the one that we root for the most. And I'm like, well, I guess if Hannah's gone, (laughs) <laughs> because Ryan literally said that to Hannah last episode, I think. <laughs> Damien does a good performance. Uh, he maybe messes a few words up, but he kind of kicks the mic stand over at the end, and Ryan's like, Oh, was that fun? And he's like, Yeah, it was fun! <laughs> and when they asked Damien about, like, why does he want to do this, he's like, I just love performing. Like, I like to sing. I would like to act. I just like to perform and be on stage and stuff. And then after he leaves, Ian says to Ryan, Now what if we wrote Damien as a freshman who Brittany would never understand? And I'm like, Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Before Lindsay walks out, Ryan says that he's trying to pierce. Who she is, but then when he tries to like, when he tries to understand who she is as a person, she just gets so upset and defensive and feels so attacked. Cause you're attacking her! Cause you're
0: attacking her! She came out to have a nice time!
1: hmm when Lindsay performs defying gravity she takes a little bit to like get her traction with it but once she does she does a good job and she has a very good i guess like not a read but like a sing of the line like but if that's love comes at much too high a cost and then ryan's like so you're a perfectionist and she's like well i try to be on all the time but that's like humans can't be on all the time and i'm picking my pieces up and then after she leaves ryan says to ian i always wanted to cut her but we never could we need this kind of girl in the group Hmm, just as for Lindsay." But also they already have
0: they say how similar she is to Rachel and they're like, We need this girl. What, a second Rachel?
1: They're like, we need a Rachel that people can actually connect with. We need a Rachel whose actress isn't a racist.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, what if season three started and it was just Lindsay instead of Leah?
1: Oh my god, that would be incredible.
0: But what happened to the first Rachel actress? Baby girl, don't worry about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And lastly, we hear we get to see My Funny Valentine. Ryan tells Ian that Sam has Bible verses tattooed on him and Ian jokes that they're like edgy punk lord stuff because Sam is not like straight edge, if that makes sense. He's not the same type of Christian aesthetically he's not your dad's christian shit. he's not cameron yeah and his performance is fine I it's, the it's not it. good it,
0: he's, he's very sultry he's like oh, yeah my funny valentine
1: yeah and i here like what the fuck is this yeah notably sam is the only one who is shown getting any applause for his performance
0: that just seems like poor editing so i'm gonna blame hank
1: Okay, they talk about like, oh, why do you want this? And Sam is like, I want to be on Glee. I think it'd be cool to play a Christian on Glee. And Ryan is like, have you cried? When <laughs> was the last time you cried, Samuel? And he's like, Uh, I cried yesterday because I was just so grateful that God has put me here. And I want to do this, but I don't know if it's in God's plan or not for me. So I'm going to go with God's plan. And Ryan is like, in this competition, you've never been the underdog once for even a week.
0: See, I think like, as soon hmm. as Sam realized that Ryan wanted him to be the replacement Cameron, he just started leaning real hard on the Christianity stuff. <laughs> yes i don't think he spoke this much about god in his whole life and now here comes glee project and he's like well time to thump that bottle
1: and it's like i can't necessarily blame him because i i can't necessarily blame because like i've been in job applications and interviews and it's like you say what you think you need to to get the job
0: that's what you gotta do on your no matter what on your resume you have to say that you're a christian who can play an instrument <laughs>
1: If you're right back, I'm going to go put that on my resume. <laughs>
0: but yeah. That's really it, because th- they all get through.
1: Yeah, they they deliberate, because they're like, Samuel doesn't seem authentic, but the others do seem authentic. And yeah, all of them are all of them are on to the next week.
0: Samuel has been objectively the worst option for the past two weeks, but also I'm just so fascinated with the concept of Christians.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the list goes up, and everyone has a gold star next to their name, because none of them are going home. Big hugs. And they all perform Keep Holding On, but like, they all perform at standing together in a line, and nobody's on lead because nobody's going home, which is exactly. a nice
0: touch. Exactly. And I mean, that's it. That's it. The, the countdown has come to the end. Yes. It's time for the finally.
1: It is. It is also so. time for the finally end of this episode. Exactly. Oh, wait. You started this one. We broke the pattern, so I have to let's do the ending spiel. Oh, that is true. It's okay, I got it. Okay. Loser like Me is a part of the Corner Podcast Network. We can be heard on your podcasting platform of choice, and if we aren't there, let us know, and we'll work on getting there. We can be found at Pod on Twitter and at loserlikemepod at gmail.com. Uh, next time, we get to finish the Glee Project Season 1. Are you ready?
0: I just ran away to open my dishwasher and turn the fan on. I was hoping you wouldn't notice during your stay. <laughs>
1: I did not notice.
0: Was my timing impeccable?
1: <laughs> I heard static on your end when you sat back down and that was it. <laughs> I, next time, it's over. Yes. It's over, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it over? Hey,
0: listen. Don't cry because it happened. Be happy that it's over.
1: <laughs> Don't cry because it happened. Smile because it's over. Exactly. There we go. Pop that and brush your font. Put it up on our Twitter. It's a cross stitch. Put that in your pipe and
0: smoke it. <laughs> but that's next time. Yeah. So, three, two, one. And, and that's, that's what, what you miss on, on the Glee Project. The Glee Project. Just go ahead and grab a chair and listen now. As we rip the show, Tanner and Christina gonna figure out why we love the show. Better grab your golden stars and the cheese, Cause you're listening, you're listening to Loser Like Me. Loser Like Me. Loser Like Me.